Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. You're listening to our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery. Beer for every occasion. Beer for any occasion. Beer for all occasions. We're without a coach tonight, but I think we're doing just fine. We got ourselves. Yep. <laughs> we got our fearless. Leader slash producer ballad. Hello. He might be better than most with what he got us into the last show. So. Oh, good God. You know, it's funny that I do my first show sober and we get our uh, first potential crest credentials all in a matter of like 20 minutes. So it's it's true. funny how that works, right? Funny how that works. See if you can uh, get us some for the uh, Dell match play. Oh. Ooh, I might be able to work on that. Ooh, yeah, yeah, see, see, yeah. See if you can get us some. That'd be awesome. We got um, some connections. Yeah, see if you can get some connections inside the ropes passes. See what I can do. Be dope. Um, but seriously, work on it, though. Not like he said AJ was going to come on the show and then he hasn't come on the show yet. He's been busy. He's been busy. He's been writing a lot of stuff for Players Tribune. Good hey. article. Hey. Just Today say. is still Tuesday, February 20th, and we're recording from Austin, Texas. Ballad, thanks for hosting us. It's a pleasure to host podcast. Please subscribe, please follow us, please listen. Uh, I'm here too. <laughs> give us some reviews. Jeez. Dale? Dale! <laughs> I, already, I already said. All wrapped up in uh, Dale match play for how, for how we were. Golly. Just keep going. Cotton balls! Did I not introduce Chad? I thought I did. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe you did. Maybe I'm did. pretty sure I did. Could have. Um, regardless, hey Chad, thanks for being here. Yeah, anytime. It's, lovely. it's always lovely. Yeah. But uh, this is our amateur hour. It's starting <laughs> off so well. Yeah, it's starting <laughs> off really well. That Fergie got you. Uh, it's got, got me. You all th- it's got me so thrown off. That music video was not good for you. I just had to look. <laughs> <laughs> I started looking at other music videos. If you didn't listen to our pro show, go back. Um, it's called Fer Delicious. Check it out. She's my wife. <laughs> I I happened to look up other songs that Fergie has that. I could remember there were her solo stuff, and the only mo- most recent one I could remember was her Milf Money song, Yep. which is just a bunch of older <clears throat> women who are just smoking hot in this well, music video. Well, it's funny, video. you brought up that music video, left for like eight minutes, and then came back with this big smile on your face, <laughs> like you just found something for the first time, so 
Um, I've seen that music. Thanks for joining us back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, <laughs> Clean hands and everything for the 69th episode. It's like episode. you got a problem with concentration. It is our 69th and a half episode. Yep. <laughs> um, another number that we got to talk about is Strangeland's third year anniversary party coming up. Woo-hoo. Three. This weekend, tomorrow, if you're listening on Friday when this show comes out, Five uh five to ten PM out at the brewery, twenty bucks gets you in. If there's tickets still available on Friday, then you got lucky. But uh twenty bucks gets you two beers. It's gonna be a bunch of food. They're roasting a full pig, uh, a bunch of sides, <clears throat> and you also get a bunch of limited time drafts. I think that's what I'm most excited for, is the uh the limited drafts they oh, put yeah. out. Um <clears throat> follow them on Twitter at Strangeland Brew, follow us at SportsBuzzTX. We'll get into show business and uh, start talking some sports. Obviously, college basketball is our main focus right now at this time of the year. Uh, right now, our show bet is almost a halftime. Kentucky is tied at 40. We got, what, under 154? So we're a little over the pace, but that's okay. I think they're going to... That's a defensive game in the second half. That's right. Hopefully things slow down. But uh, this is, as I mentioned, our 69 and a half episode. Yep. Nice. nice. 69. Nice. Mm. Uh, coach is still out. What that means. <laughs> Wasn't here for our pro show. Still didn't show up for the amateur hour. Uh, we do have a new rule, uh, as Ballad has already mentioned. It's Dale. Um, and I already mentioned our show bets, but there's one bet that we had that uh, was outstanding. Chad, you want to talk about that? Which outstanding bet are we talking about? Um, you know what we, about your equipment. Well, that's that, that's not a bet. That was a that was a commitment. But well, I know what you're talking about. Are, are we talking about steaks? We're talking, talking about, about talking about steaks. Talking about nice juicy. Is there any chicken legs. fried steak left? Yeah. We want chicken fried steak. I I just want steak in general. All right. Well, uh, I I did not bring steaks this time, which was probably a good thing, as you have a huge meeting in the morning. Sure. And Coach isn't here anyways to celebrate. Well, I was kind of looking so, forward to Coach not being here, thinking that I might get two steaks. Because... Uh, that was wishful thinking on your part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he knew it was going to be rainy, so he, he, he planned ahead. Hey, when I knew Coach wasn't coming, I knew, all right, don't have to bring steaks. No time. need to bring steaks. That's 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 a good call. Because I got, I got to at least, you know, give everyone their steak. Um, hey, if he's but not, they will they will be here next time. If he's so. not here for his steak, that's his own problem. There's no make there's no makeups. Alright. Deal. So next time it is. Next week for sure. Steaks if, will be here. And if it's raining and bad weather and coach can't drive thirty minutes to get down here, we just gotta make sure we get the smoker ready to go. I'll have it ready. Perfect. Uh, since we don't have steaks this week, I think I should mention that we also don't have chicken wings. That's all right. Uh, we're going to have steaks. So it's okay. First sober episode, first episode not making chicken wings in a while as well. We've yeah. Done, we've done, we've done some takeout. If you didn't Hold listen. On. I will say this. You've forgotten completely about the steaks before there were no chicken wings. Uh, I, Sure. Yeah, sure I did. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, because I was at the store on Monday and I was going to pick them up because I knew it was going to be a long day today. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get chicken wings. I know we're having steaks tomorrow. I'm very, very excited about it. I dreamt about it, Spencer. I don't oh know if I told you or not. I'm drink for I, that, please. Um, uh, yeah, I'll drink for you fucking up. Yeah, we made, we voted on it last show. Spen, uh, Spencer's just going to drink every time I break a rule, which I don't know if you caught that. I just broke another one. So I heard it. I drank. Go ahead and uh, sip up there. But um, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's show business. Hey, well, let's start the show. You got a new segment for us, don't you? Oh, I have a new segment, guys. Very excited for this. We had, uh, you know, right after football season ended, I put out a request for some listener questions. And we've had some listeners come through, submit some questions anonymously, and I'm just going to read them to you guys. So, um, you know, feel free to have open discussion around this, but um, they all give you guys uh, different nicknames too, which I thought was cool. So, awesome. uh, this one is for basketball nerd. I guess that's, that's, that's probably, probably you, right? Chad. That'll work. Okay. It says, basketball nerd. Now that March Madness is coming up, who is your top three teams? Don't read the questions before I give them to you. Don't. Who are your top three teams to win the championship? Ooh, that's a very. I guess good that's question. you, basketball nerd, right? That's a very With good. With the question. glasses. Yep, that is very. That's a very good question. Uh, I'm playing the part today, yep. so I've got the glasses on and everything. Um, I think it's a race between twelve different teams or ten teams. I think that this year it's pretty wide open in. Uh, who can really succeed in March Madness. It's always going to come down to matchups, uh, like we thought last year. Luckily, I picked the best matchup, and North Carolina ended up winning last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go off right at the top and th- say Villanova. Uh, yep. Villanova's playing great ball. I know that you know they are, um, of course, one of the top couple seeds. Um, I love the way they play. They have a good perimeter game. They got guys that can dominate down low as well. So I like Villanova. Um, I also like Duke in this as well. If Bagley's healthy, Ooh, if he's healthy, if. yeah, it's a big if. But if he's healthy, he brings a new dynamic to that team, and they're already playing really, really well. With him being out right now, it's actually giving Grayson Allen a little bit more freedom to to be Grayson Allen, which is scary because he kind of shows up during tournament time. So that would be another good pick. Another one is Michigan State. They are rolling right now. They're playing really good ball. Um, they are dominant inside. So if they go up against a smaller team like maybe Tech, mm-hmm. Michigan State's going to dominate that matchup any day of the week. Um, what could give them problems is a Duke. Uh, with the size that they have inside, but also the dynamic point guard, the you know dynamic shooting guards that they have. Um, so... Uh, those are the three teams that I could see at the top of any bracket, and I would be more than okay with any of them. Quickly speaking on tech, the loss of Keenan, Keenan Evans, yeah, huge. It's gonna be huge. Hopefully, huge. he can get healthy by the time the tournament starts because Tech's a fun team to watch when they're when they're at at full go. But even Tech, they're, they they don't have a, a huge inside presence. Right. They're they're good inside, but they're <clears throat> not very tall. Right. So lanky teams give them. Give them problems, which is, for example, Baylor beating Tech a couple weekend or was it this past weekend? Yep. Um, they're just they're huge inside, so it was a terrible matchup for Tech. Um, so look at your brackets, look at the matchups because you're gonna get some, you know, ten seeds. You're gonna get some seven seeds that make some noise. That makes some noise for sure. Yeah. Based off of matchups. Yeah, and we're gonna get into a lot of college basketball top talk in this show, so. Stay tuned for that. Um, guys, the second one for Coach. You know, I'll probably just take this as a group, right? Yep. Good try. Um, it says, uh, hey, Soccer Fairy. Obviously. <laughs> that right at Coach. Soccer Fairy. <laughs> With the United States not making the World Cup this year, which teams do you see yourself rooting for? I guess we can all go around and like say a team, right? Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to probably root for, for Spain. Well, that would make sense. Uh, that's probably who I think he would root for. 
Um, go down a limb on that one. Uh, either that or Mako. But I'd like to see somebody different win it this year. Somebody, you know, maybe in Argentina. They haven't done well in World Cups. Lionel Messi, Sergio Aguero. I mean, they're stacked with talent. They just can't really figure it out. Put it all together when it comes to the World Cup. Um, I'd like to see an Argentina get back to the old days when they were dominant. Um, back when uh, a couple years ago when the Netherlands was really good, which was fun to watch. Um, and and obviously the the most fun team to watch would be Iceland. And their their Viking chants and all of that, they qualified for the World Cup. So I'll root for the the team that has the the lowest population out of all of them. So I'm, I'm pro Iceland. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'll tell you who I'm not rooting for. Interesting. I'm not rooting for Canada or, or Norway. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I'm not watching them win any more championships. That's ridiculous. Um, gosh, I don't even know who I would start with. Uh, the Philippines probably not going to have a have a team. Does Ireland have a team? I think so. I'll, I'll choose the know. Irish. I don't know if they made the the World Cup. But... Actually, it doesn't look like new business. Maybe, maybe, maybe not Ireland. Man, I'm just not made for soccer. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just hoping for a storming of the field and all the fans fighting to death. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> that's would, honestly what I'm rooting. That would be ideal. Cup. So if I had to pick one, I would probably go with England because those 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 fans, yeah, probably diehards. They're crazy. So I, I definitely. Your I'll take the Russians and Russian. It is in Sochi. Oh, yeah. It is in Sochi. They had Sochi. The Russians have the numbers. Ooh, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. Yep. Give me the home team. Yep. Give me the home team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I thought you're. I thought you're a big home dog fan. I'm pretty sure Russia will be a home dog. I love that. I'm all mm. in on that. World then. Cup athletes from Russia. <laughs> No, they're not banned from this one. They're, they get to be they get to be Russians there. All right. Uh this one is for Bogey Bitch Boy. I, I guess I guess that's probably you. Uh just Bogey Bitch Boy. Now that Tiger has missed the cut in every tournament he's been in since you've been saying Tiger's back, are you ready to get off your knees and stop blowing him? Uh first of all, Tiger hasn't missed every cut. Bravo, listener, bravo. Yeah, it's a first, good question. First of all, Tiger hasn't missed every cut. Oh, he hasn't? No, he, he birdied his last hole a few weeks ago to make the cut oh. and finished respectable, like, tied for 25th? 30. <laughs> Something like that. Um, Still not what we're talking about, so do we have another question? Well, so the question was, are you going to get off your knees and stop blowing him? I no, think he's Tiger Woods. He's the greatest golfer of our generation. Oh. He's the greatest golfer of all time. He's the best golfer we've ever seen in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. He's the best we'll ever see in his prime. So, no, I'm not going to get off my knees. Tiger's the best golfer we'll ever see. Fantastic. Well, great. Yeah. That was uh, that was questions from listeners. Yeah, oh, yeah nice. Perfect. I like that segment. That was good. Yeah, great questions there. We're going to keep that coming. Yeah, great yeah, questions. Tell the, good questions. Keep, listeners, keep bringing them. Yeah, if you have a question, listener, send it in. Send it with a nickname. We want it to be anonymous. Sure. So, uh Let's move on into the, the, the weekend that was college basketball. I like it. Chad, start us off. Tell us, tell us some college basketball. Yeah, so uh, we'll start off some college basketball. Um, let's just go right to the meat of things, guys. Oklahoma getting beat again. I know we're going to talk about it, but Oklahoma losing their sixth straight game. Uh, Trey Young looks like a shell of himself, and uh, it's... Um, 
Oh, no. It looks like Player of the Year is now back up for grabs, in hey, my mind. Good news there, though. Texas finally got a road win against another ranked opponent. So Well, they were ranked. They were then. ranked. It doesn't look good. Hey, but. they were ranked. They were ranked when we beat them both times. So, that's going to help. And it was another road win. Texas has struggled on the road. Yep. It was a much-needed win, that's for sure. We could definitely talk about Texas and our Texas 10. We will. We will. But Oklahoma looked terrible um, the past few games. Uh, let's get to another meat, meaty subject here, guys. Uh, Villanova and Xavier. Oh. Uh, two top top five teams going at it. Uh, Villanova stopping Xavier, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, what Did you guys watch any of this game? Did you see any highlights from this game? Yeah, I watched this game in the saddest way possible, sitting in a bar alone, waiting for my friends to get there. I got the, I got the bar a little bit early, yeah, and fashionably uh, early. And and Uncle Mac had a little bit interest in this game, so it was extra sad to watch this one go down. Nice, but yeah, I mean, Nova looked like they came to play, and you wonder if they are really a team that can turn it on when it matters the most, when they're playing an opponent who is worthy of their hundred percent. Can they turn it on and just make it happen? And that's what it looked like happened over the weekend. They dominated the game from whistle to whistle. It was never really in question. And Xavier is a good team. You know, I, I they've impressed us in years past. They've been good this season, but gosh, they just took it to or uh, Nova just took it to them, and it 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 was never even close. Yeah, Xavier ran into them when they were coming off a loss, mm-hmm. and that's just not good. You don't want to run into Nova whenever they're coming off a loss. They are locked in. Yeah, a little, so, bit, little bit of oversight from uh, Jay Wright, maybe, my, in my opinion, top three coach in the country. Oh, easily. Who would you take over him? Coach Krzyzewski and maybe Roy Williams. Maybe those. I mean, Coach Krzyzewski is number one, in my opinion. I agree. Maybe Roy Williams or Tom Izzo. It's, it's, a, hard, it's a hard push for, for those guys right there. I mean, they're the, they're that, the best. The way that Jay Wright has coached pretty much nobodies, yeah, it's phenomenal. Exactly, it's absolutely phenomenal. Give Coach Wright all of the Kentucky players; he wins national championships every year. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, let's talk about a couple of nobodies as well. Wichita State with a big, a, a big win over Cincinnati. They've had a couple of weird losses. Wichita State, that is. Um, a big win over Cincinnati, a top five team at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that's that's gonna put them up there again at the in the talk of the top eight seeds in the tournament. Right now, there's some people that have them slated as a fifth overall seed, which seems a little high to me with some of the bad losses they've had. But a big win over Cincinnati kind of oh, brings them back into that talk. Man, put them in a two seed. I have them going out in the first round. <laughs> I like a two over fifteen. Oh, 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 I would I would pick that all day long. They're they are very sporadic. They play really exactly. well and then they play really shitty. Exactly. So you never know which Wichita State team is going to show up. Uh, Cincinnati's played really good ball, but then again, that conference they don't really have anyone in the conference. So um, with all the other big guys beating they each got other, Xavier up, and Villanova, yeah. No, Big conference. East. Big they're East. Not, they're not the Big East. They're in the American Athletic Conference. And I think oh they play Xavier because they are like a mile apart. apart. Yeah, they're I like think, right across town. I think Cincinnati is probably the number one paper tiger in college basketball right now. Yeah, they haven't played anyone all season. Sure, they beat the shit out of the shitty teams they play, but 
you play a team like Wichita State at home and you can't get a W. Um, they they seem like a team that whatever their seed is, I I can't see them making it past the second round. I just don't think they're battle tested. They they might it, again. It's it's all gonna depend on where they match up at because um, Wichita State really exposed them this past weekend. Yeah. So and Wichita State's been exposed. So which make, just makes me think that Cincinnati is is not as good as their record shows. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you another one of our contenders, and as much as I, everyone keeps saying it's a down year, and and they're they're not playing great, and they've lost these certain games, they've lost so many games at home, they've never lost this many games at home. Kansas is leading the Big Twelve again after their win on Monday night against OU. That's a tie. They're half game up now with the win on Monday. They were tied going into that game. Um, Tech lost. Lost a bad one to Baylor, and Kansas is back in it. Another year where they're just going to compete for another conference title, and it just seems like it's never-ending. They don't, they haven't lost a conference title in like 12, 13 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, they're playing great ball. Um, you know, they've taken their bumps and bruises a lot more than they have in years past, which might be a really good thing for a Bill Self team. Because every time that they go undefeated in the Big 12 or they lose one game, they go out real early in the tournament. So maybe this team has taken some bumps and bruises, learned from it, and when they get to tournament time, they're just locked and loaded, ready to go. Hey, Bal, do you think you can pronounce these two names? This one here and that one there? Uh... I do not think I can. No? I'll just, just take the, I'll just take the L on that one. I'm just going to take the L? Yeah. Serve me well. You know, you got you to gotta pick your battles. Yeah, that's that's fair. A couple guys from Kansas with some... Uh... Can you? You want me to try? No. I was just asking if you could. I, I so, so I'm going to I'm gonna skip a little ahead on this, but uh, another big piece of news that came down is that Louisville is having to vacate their 2013 national title. Yep. Um, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I think it's, I think it's huge. I think that... Uh, it's an end of the Rick Pitino era. Um, goes out in flames like we all wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think about it? I mean, how big of a deal is this for Louisville? Um, well, it's a big deal for Rick Pitino because I heard today that he actually has a tattoo from the 2013 National Championship tatted on his body. Um, so now he has to remember that every day of his life. But the players, obviously it sucks for them. But do they have to get their rings back? No. <laughs> you have know, Ohio State, those rings would be on their skin already, you know what I'm saying? Those <laughs> rings would already be sold if they were at Ohio State. Yeah, uh, tattoos. That's what I was saying. No. <laughs> I get it now. Um, Spencer wants your string. It took me a while. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's a big deal for the university, sure. Uh, you look at... USC, did it really hurt them that bad in the long run? No, absolutely not. Um, Just the 10 years of mediocrity, that was, that was about it. Yeah, but they've come back, <laughs> and they've actually been relevant, where University of Texas still isn't relevant. Right. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we should vacate our, our national championships. Absolutely not, because we won that national championship. Well, and won Vince that Young too. won that Heisman, even though nobody won the Heisman that year. But... 
Um, yeah, what kind of shit is that? Yeah, it's weird. So nobody won the national championship that year. We yeah. should have a Does, uh, ceremony. Is Michigan going to go put banners up that they won national championship now that year? I hope so. They should. Let me ask you, let me tell you this, though. My bracket could have been a perfect bracket because Louisville wasn't in it. So, uh, I'm just saying, we need we'll a, never know. We need a recount. We'll never know. Should have had a recount. It's a big deal, obviously. Obviously, it's a big deal, but... I think it's big. I think it is big for Louisville because they're Louisville's a school that is on the up and up. Like I think they've only recently become really good at football, yeah. basketball, and well, they've so, always been good at basketball. Yeah, but they haven't been like a like a blue a chip dominant sports program. program. Yeah, and after the national championship, you saw them getting a lot of top recruits. Obviously, Patino, a, a great on the on the court coach. Yeah, and, and once your football program gets big, it. Funnels down into yep. even more into basketball and baseball. And, and Louisville's big problem is they have turnover at the athletic department, right? They're getting a new athletic director. So you're going to see a lot of coaches get turned over. And I, I think it will set back Louisville. I think it's going to set it back for a while. It should. It, that's the way it's supposed to be. No, absolutely. The way that I look at this is a couple different things. One, um, if Louisville wouldn't even have been in the tournament, Kevin Ware would never have had one of the nastiest injuries oh, that we've ever seen in sports. Mm-hmm. Was that that year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that No, year. Five, year, five years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, close to it. Yep. 2012-2013 year. It was awesome. So, um, I'm glad that they at least played it out so we could see that. Because yeah, that was right. one of the gnarliest injuries I've ever seen live. Yeah. It was bad. That was. I remember where I was. Yes. So, uh... I was going through athletic training school at that time, too, so it was uh, pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, I think this is huge for the entire Louisville program. It takes another championship away. Uh, they're going to have some kind of scholarship repercussions at some point, too, so um, it's going to be tough for them to get back to where they were all around. So I'm going to skip over that story there. Um, cause we have plenty of time to talk who's in and who's out in the tournament. Do you want to touch on this? You good with that story, Bally? Do you want to break this down for us? Yeah, I absolutely do. It. Last week, I think it was a daytime game or a, I think it was a Wednesday night game at Arizona state, a university of Arizona cheerleader who was a male was ejected for heckling an Arizona state player during <laughs> a free throw. So basically, you've got Remy Martin for Arizona State, the guard, at the free throw line in the second half shooting free throws. And this male cheerleader has a basically a cone or a bullhorn or whatever. Megaphone. And is talking shit to Remy by name through the megaphone. And this was enough to get him thrown out of the game. And, um, yeah, uh, guys, I thought this was awesome. What were your opinions on this? Yeah, uh, I'm totally not good with him getting I'm thrown not, out. I'm like, not good Come with on. That's what they're there for. Yeah, that's what I was saying. If you're going to give the man a megaphone and he doesn't use it, shame on him. He should be kicked out for not using it. Agreed. Here's what it says here. According to Rule 10, Article 8 of the Official Referee Handbook, cheerleaders, quote, shall not commit an unsportsmanlike act, such as using musical instruments, amplified music, or artificial noisemakers, while the game is in progress, except timeouts and intermissions. The rule also states that such behavior could result in an ejection if deemed extreme or excessive. So a couple things here. I want to know what the definition of a cheerleader is for this rule. Because 
And I will say, I think he was playing the role of a cheerleader. He was wearing a cheerleading costume, a male one there, by matter. And yes. he was also on the field, so or on the court. Yes. So I think he does define himself as a cheerleader. And he but, was using an Arizona megaphone. Yeah, but so one piece at a time. So what I want to know is if that cheerleader hands me a fan, let's say a student, in the stands that megaphone during a free throw, and I yell out someone's name by name while it's silent, does that... What, would I get kicked out of the game for that? If I'm sitting front row in normal street clothes and someone hands me, or I bring my own micro, uh, uh, whatever you call it. I don't know. I, no, I don't think so. No. So, but so here's the that's thing. That's a good point. Here's because the thing. Because I think we should test this theory. That, that's, says, what I, that's what I'm trying to get to. It says <laughs> I nothing. I we should test this theory. It says nothing about saying somebody's name. It says nothing about calling anybody's name out. They said unsportsmanlike conduct. Right. But what constitutes is unsportsmanlike yeah, conduct? Yeah, and that's up to the ref. Using that's a, that's a amplified music or artificial noisemaker. There's no, there's no amplified music. It's not an artificial noisemaker. It's not a musical instrument. It is a voice projectile. I mean, I mean that. I guess that could be an maker. amplified music. Yeah. Well, I I just want to know, like, could a but student this, bring this that to goes, a game? This goes on at every single college basketball game in the country. Every yeah. single cheerleader is screaming through their megaphone while somebody's shooting free throws. Every student is screaming and jumping around. This is a joke. This is the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever seen. I think we should test this at Texas State. Yes, because not at, not the University of Texas. Because yeah, we'll if I get kicked out of one of those games, it can't ever come back. That'd be a shame. It'll be the death of me. Yeah, but I'd be I. You know, you know how many Texas State sporting events I've been kicked out of. It ain't nothing to go down over here. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, Dude, that shit all day. God. All right. Speaking all day, let's hit a break. Yeah, we gotta hit a break. Uh, you wanna do chicken wing guesses? Yeah, let's do them. What do you got first? Um. Well, wait, last week we had. Barbecue. Korean barbecue. Korean yeah. barbecue. Which I enjoyed. That's true. I love chicken wings. It's like my favorite part. No, I'll start with Chad. Okay, I'll start with Chad. Chad, uh, guess on chicken wings this week? Ooh, I know he's going to go garlic parmesan. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the flavor of nothing. Okay. Uh, Spencer, do you have a pick? I was going to go with nothing, too. Well, he just actually. picked that, so you've got to pick That doesn't yours. mean I have to pick another. No, you do. That's a rule. Yep. That's and true. I said Spencer, so you should probably drink. That's not a rule. I do. It is. Well, drinking for saying my name is a rule. Saying what? We are way over time. All right, just go to the break. We're not having chicken wings this week. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Stone. Battle to drink for that. No, he probably won't. But, uh, how, how is it being sober for the show? God, it is awful. I'll tell you what. Well, yeah. a couple things. I love Strange Land Brewery. It's obviously the best beer out there. A beer for any occasion. Yep. And I miss drinking it. I look forward to drinking it every Tuesday. Uh, but I will say, uh, sitting here not drinking and listening to you bozos talk sports, or try to talk sports, I should say, has been a, a real, real pleasure. It's much more, it's much easier numbing 
and what I got strange in it. Yeah. And I'll I'll say this also that these uh these show bets much easier to tolerate all these losses when I'm uh have a little buzz on. So yeah, uh, show bet. Not looking good. No. Not looking good at no. all. We'll just go ahead and mark it up to an L already. Oh yeah. Try to reverse jinx this uh, this under. <laughs> Not looking good. But hey, you know what is looking good? That incoming class at the University of Texas. 2018, <laughs> 2018 recruiting class looks damn good. Um, so obviously they stocked up on a bunch of big-time five-star and four-star recruits. Kind of going back to what we remembered as... DBU. As kids, yeah, DBU. Caden Stearns at his position. Number one as a safety. 19th in the nation. Number one um, in the state at his position. Or maybe overall. I think it's overall in the state. Uh, B.J. Foster? B.J. Foster, number two in the state, number three at his position at safety, 24th in the nation. Um, then you go down to Anthony Cook, number 64 in the nation as a corner. Um, and they added uh, Jalen Green, number 47 in the country. Uh, that was on signing day. They got Jalen Green. Um, they added DeMarvion Overshone. Number 52 in the nation on signing day. And Deshaun Jamison, number 115 in the nation on signing day. That's five DBs who can come in and make an impact immediately. Um, then you look at guys like Brennan Eagles, number 61 in the nation, coming out wide receiver. Losing Reggie Hempel maps to transfer, losing a couple guys. But to have a big time receiver come in, six three and a half, two fourteen, that helps tremendously. He's an early signing. Yeah, put him with Colin Johnson. It's huge. Get him going. Um let's see. Well, we lost our best player on the team, our our biggest weapon, our punter in uh Big Dick Dixon. Yeah. Um, but we signed his cousin. Okay. Ryan Bushevsky. Bushevsky. Uh huh. He also went to Pro Kick Australia. So, he knows how to punt. That's good. I know we brought in Dicker the Kicker. We have Dicker the Kicker. Uh, let's see what he was ranked. Oh, he's he's probably not even ranked. No, Dicker's He's got to be a three star. Uh, at his position, fourth. Oh, even better. So, that. pretty good. Dick of the kicker. Pretty good. Um, there was a couple other random signees. Uh, the the oh, dude, the weird one to me was it, Moro o, Ojomo, the 16-year-old. Ojomo? Oh, yeah. He's an um, animal. 16-year-old kid from Katie. Oh, they're going to redshirt him, dude. Yeah, they should oh. red. That's, that's the perfect redshirt. He's young. He, he obviously, uh, I want to say he, because he started school earlier in, like, Nigeria or wherever he's from, um, he's got a few extra years. That's why he's graduated at 16. But uh, Malcolm Epps is a big one, that tight end. Yep. Got to have some tight ends come in. Um, any other big names that stood out to you? Oh, yeah, dude. Keontae Ingram, bro. 
How are you losing Keontae Ingram? He's going to come in. I was waiting. I was trying to set something up for you, man. I can't name everybody. Oh, man. Well, I don't even have the list in front of me, but I know pretty much all of them. Keandre Um, Coburn? Keandre Coburn. I've watched highlight videos on all these guys, and they are all studs. Uh, Keontae Ingram is going to be the most fascinating one out of the bunch to me. Yeah, running back uh, from Carthage. Carthage. Just came off a state championship with Carthage. Um, He ran for nine... Nine and change per yard, or nine and change yards per carry in the championship game. Um, he's gonna come in and compete for for playing time right off the bat. I guarantee it. Um, I would love to see them redshirt him. Uh, I don't think they'll have the luxury. Whenever we're talking about DBU, though, we have so many studs coming back already mm-hmm. in the secondary. But we lost a lot. Not in the secondary. Two, two guys. Two guys, but we have a Holt lot Hill of guys that we can redshirt. And sure. keep the system going, which yeah. is what we need to do. We need to redshirt a lot of these guys. Yeah, I think some of these guys, like Deshaun Jameson, will probably sit. Um, BJ Overton, Foster maybe. will not sit. He will start day one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as well Caden Stearns. Um, and Anthony Cook probably could, too. But uh, to have a couple receivers, Joshua Moore, 96 in the nation, Avante Woodard from Lamar in Houston at 104 Nation. They got some serious, serious skills position uh, additions. But I think Keandre Coburn is going to be a beast. Yeah, Overshone I think is going to be good too. Coburn's going to be the replacement for Puna Ford. Yeah. At I mean, 329 pounds, 6'1", 330. Just wait until they get him into a program. He's going to shave some of that weight. But he's going to get even more muscle on him. Dangerous. He's going to be an animal. Dangerous. Um, I like I like the recruiting class. I think we shirt shirt up a lot of different positions. Yeah. Um, the one question mark I still have is offensive line. What are we going to do with the offensive line? Because there's a lot that we still need to do. Well, they added the nation's top offensive tackle, uh, 20th offensive tackle, uh, 20th overall. Um, that's the highest offensive tackle position that I see on the list. Uh, they added the nation's 125th overall prospect, um, second in the state of Utah, junior. The offensive lineman. Junior Ang- Anglau. Yeah, yeah. So two two really good yeah, two but, top one fifty offensive the, tackles. The problem with the guy from Utah is that we still don't know if he's going to take his mission trip now, or if he's going <clears> to <throat> take it after college. Ooh. So we might not have him for the first couple of years. They did add depth at that position though. So they had those two guys inside the top one twenty five. They got a guy at number three hundred in the nation. A guy three hundred and third in the nation at O tackle. Um, you can go through this list all you want to. What you need to know about this class is that Texas signed six of the top ten. Yeah, in the state. Out of state of Texas. In the state. I thought well, we got that's cyber. We had to, we got to switch from recruiting to a little basketball if you want it. Got a big win over OU and got some big games coming up. Fair enough. What do you think about the OU game? Um, it was a must win. Yeah, it was a must win, and I watched the end of it just because. I I wasn't sure what, what to expect from this team. I haven't been too confident in a road game, to say the least. And I haven't been confident in the guys other than Mo Bamba. I mean, Mo Bamba's been the most consistent player on this team all year He's long. double-double animal. 
he leads the Big 12 in, in the nation, uh, not the nation, but in double doubles. Uh, I think he's second in the nation in blocks per game. Yep, 4.1 a game. He's a, he's a beast, and he's somebody you can rely on. But is Curran Roach going to show up every game? Is Matt Coleman going to show up and play point guard every game? You know, are these guys going to hit threes? Is, is Davis going to hit threes? Or is he gonna just flake out? Are you just gonna? Is he gonna ghost everybody? Is Osikowski gonna actually drive the hole, which is what he did against OU? Yeah, and, he had twenty plus and was able to to lead the team in scoring. I mean, it's so inconsistent every single week, and every single time I watch him play, I miss Andrew Jones even more. Um, I know he's doing well in his recovery with leukemia, but. I just wish he was out there on the court with those guys, man. No, absolutely. Um, I think the big takeaway from this was Jacob Young, to be honest. Uh, he's been terrible, really, all year long. Um, he hasn't had, heard his name all year long. He had a couple gimme layups that he made. He had some steals that he, you know, had some good transition with. Um, I think he had like eight points somewhere around there, which was huge. Off Probably the a season high for him. Um, you know, cause typically he gets that kind of shit and he just fucks it up. I don't know how he does it, but throws he does up a, it. Throws up a 26-footer. Um, so he, he came to play, which was nice to see. Shaka gave him another shot, which was nice. Um, he needs to play like that every game. If he plays like that every game, I'm good with it. Other than that, he needs to sit on the bench. Um, Osikowski, he came back to form. Uh, we need to see that every game. Bamba, keep getting double-doubles. Just keep getting double-doubles. That's all you can ask for from Bamba. What did he finish with, like, 18 rebounds or something like that? Yep, some ridiculous. 18 rebounds. That's insane. Um, it, it's it's really making me happy to see that he's proved me wrong. He is ready for the pros. I, I didn't oh. I didn't think he was early on in the year. I thought he was weak. I thought he was soft. Just like I said with Jared Allen and uh, Miles Turner, yep. I thought they were both soft. I thought they were weak. And as the season went on, they continue to surprise me. So Mo has definitely been a pleasant surprise. Yep, and moving forward, you know, Texas is at Kansas State tomorrow. Uh, uh, well, yeah. actually, they would have played by now, but yeah. uh, that's a must-win game. They have must to win, win against Kansas State, and they must need win. to come back home tomorrow on Saturday and beat Oklahoma State. Uh, they win those two games, they're in the tournament. They're in. They're, they're in 100%. Right there. Um, if, they win one the out of, if they win one out of two, they have to... Beat Kansas or beat West Virginia? Well, and if they win one out of those four... Then they got to go deep in the in the tournament. In the they big have 12, to in the big pretty much tournament. win the tournament. They have to go deep. They have to win and knock off a, a big time team. A couple teams. seeded teams. They have to knock off a Tech or knock off a West Virginia or knock off a Kansas. Yep. To uh to make it happen. Yep. So yeah, if they win two games, they're pretty much in. And right now, ESPN's got them as last four in, uh, along with Baylor. So both of those teams are right there on the edge, and. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Big 12 because OU is trying their hardest to not make the tournament. Yep. So all Texas got to do is win these two games coming up. We're good. And that's our Texas 10 that turned into Texas 12. Texas 10, Texas 12. Anything under 15, I'm good with. Yeah. You got a segment for us, huh, Dallas? Oh, we do next, go. Sports Weird and... Oh, yeah, I wonder what this is going to be. Well, you know, we don't Jack. talk college wrestling every week, but this week in college wrestling. We've talked college wrestling the past three weeks. <laughs> Have we? Yeah. How many of those? You and I talked about it, and then we talked about it last week, I think. 
Three. Well, uh, you know, the last couple times we have talked about it, we've talked about some really close duels. There's we been had, a lot of good stuff going on. We had Penn State, Iowa. We had Penn State, Ohio State, and both those were within a couple of matches. This week, Penn State beat the shit out of Buffalo. Uh, the total. The, Who is Buffalo? Uh, Buffalo, yeah. They, that's what they're asking themselves because they got smoked in this match. There are 10 matches in a wrestling uh, in a wrestling duel. Penn State won all of them, seven of them by pins. So you're saying Buffalo almost is won? really good? Yeah, they almost scored. It was a better way to put that. The end score was 55 to zero. A new record for Penn State. Their original biggest duel mark was by 54 points back in 1983. And I want to say it again. They not only won all ten matches, but they had seven pins, which is amazing because this means this is one of the quickest duels you could ever watch. To put it in perspective, you can watch the entire live duel, a full stream of it from start to finish, in almost an hour. Just a little bit over. And how long does a normal duel take? A couple hours? <clears throat> Most matches are... There are rec- of uh, regulation time are seven minutes each, so that's if you started the match, went all the way through, no stoppage, didn't go to your corners, wrestled right into the second period, didn't go back to your corners, and wrestled right into the third with no stoppage. Each match is seven minutes, so the shortest time a fully wrestled match could be is seventy minutes. So. Obviously, there's stoppage, there's introductions, there's timeouts, there's penalties, there's discussions. So normally you're looking at two or three hours. Yeah. You can watch this whole thing in almost under an hour. Pretty pretty amazing showing from Penn State. Pretty embarrassing showing from uh, Old Buffalo. You know, I mean, it it basically is a division, the the number one team in the country wrestling like a division two school. So Hmm. I'm not sure how they got on the schedule, interesting enough. Uh, Buffalo actually has two ranked wrestlers who were... Out for this uh, matchup, which mm. um, unfortunate, unfortunate, but hey, you know, know, know the match you're gonna dodge, right? You know, these these are not the matches you want to wrestle. Was with. that was it this week? You texted us that the number one wrestler went down. That was last week. Ah, that okay. was last week. R.I.P. That uh, is weird. That's a bummer. Yep, but that was keeping sports weird. Yeah, perfect. That was weird. But hey, let's see how good your handicapping how how good was your handicapping last week, boys. Get a little bit better. Nice. Get a little bit better. So each week, uh, since games don't come out till Saturday, the lines don't come out till the day of the game, we have to kind of predict the future in our first impression segment. So I've been setting lines since college basketball started, and each week I've given you my my best lines and my worst lines. So I'll start with my best, uh, Villanova Xavier. Had that as a pick'em. Hit that one on the money. That one seemed almost too easy. So I'll give you another one I hit pretty close as well. The Auburn-South Carolina game. I had South Carolina, a home dog at 6.5, line closed right at 7. So, Ooh, half point off That's pretty there. good. That's pretty solid. Uh, my worst pick of the week is definitely the Ohio State-Michigan game. <laughs> uh, I had Michigan at home as a 2.5 point favorite. Or, I'm sorry, 2.5 point dog. Turns out Michigan closed 3.5 point favorite. So, uh, wrong number, wrong side of the line. Fuck that one up bad. But overall, guys, we did pretty good. Uh, Chadwick in college, you only missed one game. Ooh, not bad at all. Um, I had... Look at it. Coach was... Went 
I missed four, got three, and uh, Dale, you only got two right. So, yeah. so I went six and one. Oh, I'm for sure getting worse, but I'm getting close. I'm, I'm trying to. We're getting to close to I'm March, to, baby. I'm trying to pull shark you guys. I'm trying to pull shark I guess you guys. So. I'm saving it for for March. I'm gonna get the bad ones out of the way now. That's it's a good strategy. Tell us what you got for this week. This week, sorry, we do you, Dale. We got a little Big Twelve match. We got Kansas traveling to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. And I got Texas Tech in a three and a half point favorite. It's a, a big game. It's a big game, and Kansas shows up in big games. I got Kansas covering that and winning that game outright. Woo! I got Texas Tech at home covering. Coach is not here, so Esper, why don't you give me a pick? <laughs> nice save. Uh, I will uh, I guess for we'll, that one. I guess we'll drink for him. Mm. Ah, Kansas playing good ball. Tech, uh, Tech got beat this past weekend. I think Tech comes out with vengeance. Give me Tech in this one. There we go. Uh, right back at you, expert. Syracuse is going to travel to Duke. Or I got Duke as a six and a half point favorite. Oh, yeah, give me What's Duke in that impression? one. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I like Duke here too. I miss the old Syracuse, but here we are. Coach, not here still. Dale? Duke's at home, six and a half. I think that might be low with Syracuse being uh, one of the last four in currently. Um, do or die for Syracuse must win. This is do or die, and I think Syracuse keeps this thing close. Mm. I think they beat the spread, possibly win this thing at Cameron Indoor. Watch Ooh. out! Here we go. Upset City, baby. Upset, Upset City, City, baby. baby. Uh, next we got Auburn traveling to Gainesville to take on Florida. I think Florida is a six-point home dog in this game. What's your first impression? Seems like a lot, but. I think Bama still covers. I mean, Auburn still covers. How dare you? That was rude. I, you got to drink the I will. One. I will. So, I'm, honestly, you distracted me so much that I... What was the... Uh, I took Auburn to cover. Okay, very good. I, I still think six is a lot as a home dog, but I like I like uh, Auburn to cover. Yeah, I think Auburn wins this game, although I don't think they do very well in March Madness. Uh, but I'm going to take uh, the home dog here in Florida. Chad? Uh, I'm going to take Auburn. Yeah, buddy. Alrighty, next we got Arizona traveling up north to Eugene to take on Oregon. And I got Oregon as a 7.5 point home dog. Expert, what's your first impression? Oh. 7.5? Yeah, give me Oregon. Taking Oregon in this one? Yep. Okay. Um... I'm going to take Arizona here. Uh, I love a home dog, but I just think Arizona's getting hot at the right moment. Good. So I'm going to take, I'm gonna take Arizona. I'm probably going to ride them all the way through March Madness again. Dale, first Foolish. person. Man, there's something about the trees on that court. I got to go with the expert. I'm going to stick with Oregon. Even though I was going to go your, your way and take Arizona, there's something about the court. And all the damn trees and the pattern on the court. It's the ugliest court. It's the most hideous court, but there's something about it. Watch out for Oregon at home. Uh, Florida State's going to travel to North Carolina State on Saturday. North Carolina, two and a half point dog. First impression. Nothing about either one of these teams. Uh, I'll take Florida State. Taking the home dog here. Uh, What what were the... North Carolina State at home. Two and a half point dog, Florida State visiting. 
Basketball. <laughs> Basketball. Baseball. Football. Birdie. <laughs> Winning. Um. Four State. Yeah, I know nothing about either one of those teams. That was a bad pick. That's a bad game to pick. Just, I didn't like that just one. Just cancel, cancel this whole thing. I didn't like that game. Uh, Chad, Texas Tech's going to play West Virginia in Morgantown. I guess the game's a pick em. What's your first impression? West Virginia. Yeah, I think West Virginia, or Texas Tech coming off a, a win over Kansas at home. It's a big <laughs> down spot. I think West Virginia winning this one, too. <laughs> Uh, Tech coming off a loss at home to Kansas is going to just smoke Press Virginia. Give me the Raiders. You know what? If I was really a expert handicapper, I would have been factoring in that game, and I would have had Texas Tech as a small favorite in this one. But yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm only level two college basketball handicapper. At this hey, point. I like it. I like it. Last game of the night, boys. We got Texas traveling to Kansas. Oh no. I got Kansas is a seven and a half point favorite here. Feels like a lot, even as I say it aloud, but still gonna ask you, Dale. What's your first impression? How how doesn't, whoa, whoa, doesn't whoa, feel whoa, like whoa, enough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Isn't this game like two weeks from now? This game is on Monday. Yeah, it's a big Monday game. Mm, and then they play West Virginia the next on on Saturday the next week? I guess so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So when this show airs on Friday, we'll have a game tomorrow against O State, and then Monday. So big Monday, Kansas seven and a half. I don't. He said it feels like a lot. I don't know if it's enough. Um, uh, at the fog, Kansas has not played good at the fog this year, but I still, I still think they get blown out. I think they get blown out. I hate to say it, but I got Kansas. I'm taking Texas in the motivation here. Obviously, a must-win to have any sort of uh, tournament dreams alive. No, must so I got wins. Texas to. I got Texas to keep this one. Must close. wins are are uh, Wednesday and Saturday. I mean, they're all must wins at this point. Jeff, uh, give me Texas in the points. Boom, and that was first impressions. It's, it's, it's hard doing that. Just don't know what what Texas team is going to show up. All right, let's hit the nightcap. Sponsored by Strange Land Brewery. Beer for any occasion. Beer for all occasions. Let's see if we can get uh, old uh, Dickie V on the phone. Give me, uh, just give me a second. We get get this dial tone. Uh, see if we can dial up real quick. Ooh, okay. Uh, phone not seeming to work. Okay, let's let's try a, a different number we have for him. I like the old rotary phone. You like that? It's uh, it's old school. Um, Jesus Christ! None, none, none of these phones are ringing. It's uh, just ridiculous. Okay, uh, Dickie V, glad to have you on the phone. Thanks for taking a break from the weekend or the week that is college football. Uh, you got you got some awards for us? Absolutely, baby! We got my PT Peer of the Week, Austin Dillon! 
Diggy V, did we lose you? Diggy V, yeah. Uh, did, did we lose you again? Okay, let's 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 see if we can get him back on the phone. Uh, let's let's see here. Oh, Dickie V, I, 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 you know, I, you're breaking up on me for a second, but I couldn't have swore you said your, your player of the week was Austin Dillon. Isn't he like a, an American race car driver or something? He won the day 500, but we're talking college basketball, boys. My player of the week is Joel Bay from North Carolina. Average 22 minutes a game. He wins over Notre Dame and Louisville. He's a PTP, baby. Dicky V, that that's definitely a good pick. Um, why don't you tell us who your uh, your team of the week is? It's good to be back, boys. So our team of the week, the Georgia Bulldogs. The Bulldogs beat Florida and Tennessee this week. Can you say it with me, fellas? That's upset city, baby. Dickie V coming in hot. We didn't know what you were talking about before, but now you're speaking our language. But tell us, Dickie V, who's your coach of the week? Oh, boys, my coach of the week is Scott Drew from Baylor. His Bears took down Texas. They took down Texas Tech. They got the dog shit beat on by West Virginia. But that was this week. And last week, he was my coach of the week. Good job, Scott Drew. Well, you're right about one thing. You barely bears got the shit kicked out of him tonight. Uh, you can, can I get a dapper dandy of the week from you? Absolutely, boys. My dapper dandy of the week, DeAndre Ayton from Arizona. 25 points, 16 rebounds against rivals Arizona State. He's a dapper dandy, baby. That's that's fantastic, Dickie V. All right, now give us our favorite. Award of the week, the shock of the week. All right, boys, I know you guys love this pick, the shock of the week. Hot foot over Vermont. The Hawks handed Vermont their first league loss this season. Say it with me, fellas. That's upset city, baby. Dickie V, we love it, man. Always great when you come on. He's able to take time out of calling games on ESPN. He may have just called in mid-game. I'm not sure. He probably did. He definitely uh, did. Tell us something he would do. That's <laughs> yeah. why it's so hard to get him on the phone. It is always tough to get him on, but he puts in time for the sports buzz. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Chad, good to have you here. Thanks always for taking pleasure. the place of, of both you and Coach tonight. Yeah, it's hard to do double duty, but you got a lot of space over there. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm a little jealous. You should be. You have Bell. the same amount of space, though. Val, thanks for pressing buttons. Yep. But I'm stuck in Coach's cave. That's true. I'm your host, Spencer's Film. Until next week, we're the Sports Buzz, and we are out! This party is officially over. <laughs>